So we're rolling smoky tonight. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Episode 49 (laughs) of Late to the Party with Travis Tate. He's the guy over there. Who are you? I'm, hey, I'm Travis Tate. How about that? Yeah. It's good to see you. Good to see you too, Jake. What's new? Uh... You may have noticed I'm a little on the froggy side of things today. Got that smoky so, voice. Uh, instead of uh, the post-Magic Mike smokiness, you're going to do, <laughs> be dealing with me tonight. I hope you don't mind. Were you practicing before I got here? Yeah, I'm practicing, my, mic? I'm practicing my Elaine Boozler voice. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out for you. So, my man, what's your week been like? Uh, you pretty uh, good actually. Who, Work, work's been okay. I should Decent. remember better. You did some shows with some good dudes. Who'd yeah, you, uh, I did a show with? with Dan Soder this That's past right, it was weekend. Dan Soder. That's right, Dan Soder. I keep forgetting that name. Dan Soder is living a charmed life. I mean, is he's a right? really hardworking guy, but uh, he got to go to NXT TakeOver. Oh, yeah. He went to the Raw after WrestleMania, the one the Undertaker was at. He's got. He's met the Undertaker. Ooh, yeah. He's <laughs> friends with Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, that, you were telling me that last week. Is that so? Is that kind of his in? Has he kind yeah. of been floating around the yeah, that's wrestling for end. long enough mm-hmm. that you know? Well, he's based out of New York, and uh, all the WrestleMania stuff was in New York, so yeah. that's part of the reason he he went to those. But yeah, he's as far as meeting the Undertaker, that that was his in. <laughs> what was there? What? Oh, it was meeting the Undertaker that kind of got him in with everyone. No, it was. Or that was it just was his impressions was his in. Yeah. Because they heard about his impressions. They are good. His really good macho man and uh, Andre. I, I finally heard his Andre. It's pretty good. It's way better than mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> sounds just like a guy who is too big to say things right, right? Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But there's words coming out. Uh-huh. I can do just the noise. He can do actual words. Oh, God, no. That so kind of you, you got along real well with him? Oh, yeah. He was great. I, I was wearing a wrestling t-shirt, and he walked in, and he <laughs> goes, we're going to get along great. <laughs> <sighs> so how'd your sets go? Really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did different stuff each time, so it was it was nice. I got to work out some new bits. Ooh. Yeah. Fresh stuff, even since what uh, I saw? Well, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a few things that I've added. Nice. Since I headlined. So. Nice. That's always good. Yeah. It's always good to add new stuff, as long as it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not funny, there's no point. That, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, I've had a pretty average week. Average is fine. Average I, week. I love average. Nothing terribly dynamic. Uh, had a ramen party with some friends on Saturday. <laughs> that was a ton of fun. Is that just, uh, eating ramen? Uh, that, that was certainly a part of it. No, it was just... The funny thing is, is uh, we'd been invited. It's not like a lemon party, is it? No, it is not. (laughs) Decidedly not like a lemon party. (laughs) From 30 Rock, you know, Liz Lemon. My favorite favorite 30 Rock joke. (laughs) But uh, no, I don't think anyone named Dick was there. (laughs) But uh, no, uh, some friends of mine wanted to do this. And we'd known about it for a while that we just uh, a bunch of couples were going to get together and... The thing was, Cindy and I had the impression that it was a competition. So we'd been working on, like, what's the good recipe for uh. it. Come to find out, it was more of kind of a, a potluck where everyone would bring ingredients. And then oh. we, made, we made the one true ramen. <laughs> not, not the one true ramen. We made our, 
we spoke our ramen truth. Right. It was <laughs> but, already uh, pre-made. Uh, yeah, and you know, uh, it was literally a potluck where everybody was going to throw stuff into the pot. It was very much so. Wow. So really, you had the you had the base. Really tasty. Yeah, we had uh, my friend Dan made this really great uh, tonkotsu style uh, broth. Get some ginger in there. He, he some said bone marrow. It is actually yeah. He he threw. He said it was actually really hard to find a place that would sell bones to him. Well, I mean, I butcher know. shops. No, he in said in a big city. I guess would happen. Oddly it. enough, he just said it was hard to get someone that would. He couldn't sell go down bones. to the reams. Yeah. <laughs> say, give me some. Give me some spine. He he went. He kept going to stores saying, "I'm looking to bone," and like they just <laughs> wouldn't talk to him. I can understand his trouble then. But uh, no, I mean, you know, we had that. The sake float. I was my best self. So if Food for Less was still here, he would have been oh, fine. Oh, Food for Less. Yeah. Food for Less was where my mom taught me about sampling. Oh, yeah? You, yeah. <laughs> Did you have that when you were a kid? Uh, I don't remember being taught about sampling. But... My mom taught me about like, you know, if you just take a grape. Just sampling it, oh, or going by the okay. bulk foods, like just the bulk foods. Yeah, take a jelly bean. I never buy the sampling. bulk foods because everybody's <laughs> been sampling the bulk foods. I don't trust it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've seen too many grimy fingers in the bulk foods. Do they like kids that just picked their nose and grabbed a gummy bear or some old guy scratching his butt my, and then grabbing a cashew? I always wash my bag of gummy bears before I eat them. It's <laughs> yeah, you, you rinse. It's them off. not the one hundred percent experience, but uh, it's you know, it's slimy. Indeed, it is slimy. But, uh, you know, bears in their own just natural lube them inv- up. They're easier to go down. Right? Bears in their natural environment. Oh boy, how many times have I said that before? <laughs> bears in their natural environment. You know, mud gets in there. I feel it's more realistic to have a slimy bear. That's true, but I'm not going to eat the bear. You remember Slimy Bear from the Care Bears? Slimy Bear? He didn't make it very long. He was tested. They're he had like, attitude we've, problems. We've really only got Grumpy Bear for our negative Care Bears. We need to get something else out there. Tried Slimy Bear. Just didn't work. You know, Grumpy markets. Bear was always one of my favorites. I Grumpy Bear was my favorite as far as, you know, Care Bears go. And I watched Care Bears. You know why? Why? Grumpy Bear was the only bear that was, you know, he'd be real with people. Yeah, he was the only bear that wasn't medicating himself is there everyone's like fun shine was it fun shine bear i kind of like sunshine bear i think i think i don't know the yellow one right you're talking about the yellow in my head it's stuck as fun shine bear either way that sunny little little prick sunshine is fun shine yeah that's true that sunny little prick you like look man you got to be able to look at the world (laughs) and know that it's not always going to work out although they did have a laser that came out of their chest to solve their problems yeah care bear stare I used to say that in a joke. I don't remember what joke it was. Now, I ought to bring it back. I've often said we need more chest laser regulation. The NRA, the LRA gets on me about that. The CLRA, excuse me. The CLRA. C-L-R-A. You get people C-B-L-R-A. really riled up. I know that our founding fathers felt that all people, or at least those who want to, they should have the right to have a chest laser. I feel like, you know... You can get a lot of unregulated chest lasers at your your chest laser shows. Right. People with mental health issues. You know, we need to be careful about who has a chest laser in this world. But there's some people out there with big chests now. It's not like it was back in the olden days. People have chest cannons now. I I've been I've also been vocal about I think bump stocks for chest lasers are a bad thing, but they're they're in too many people's hands at this point. Yeah, and the laser sights on the laser chest, I don't know. Show me your chest lasers. That's what that's what we're getting to here. <laughs> Put them on the glass. Let's get let's get spring breaky up in here. <laughs> Put them on the glass. It intensifies the laser. Yeah. <laughs> Care Bear stare right here, baby. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, that was a that was fun, wasn't that it? That was fun. I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, reams. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you get ramen to week, care bears. Good, good, good ramen party. Um, other than that, honestly, I have kind of been sucked in by uh, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, is that I, a game or a, a show? I don't even know. <laughs> it's a game. It's okay. the uh, the big uh, Zelda game. What came out on? I've just seen a Zelda thing on Prime or something, so I didn't know. You if know it was... what? There is a TV show in the works, okay. which is, you know, I'm re- I'm about ready to give anything a chance these days. So is the so game good? It is. You know, it, do you, it was do you a, go look for stuff? Yeah, oh. you sure damn do. Uh, it was a dual release on the Wii U and the Switch, and at the time, a friend of mine borrowed me their Wii U, and it just it never quite clicked, Trav. It never quite mm. clicked. But now that I got a switch and I'm living the I'm living my best life. You you might say it's switched on. You, you know what? It switched it on. <laughs> I got a little bit past where I was before and like I'm just really I'm really engrossed in it. Is it because you can walk around with it in your hands? That that honest to God does help. Like uh, So you can take it in the bathroom? There are let's it let's let's it, everybody times. out there admit it. That feature was invented oh, yeah. so you can take it yeah, in the don't bathroom. Kid you, don't kid, you, kid yourself. There's <laughs> Zelda pooping going on. There's Zelda pooping. Uh, I, I can't. I will I, never touch anybody's I, switch. I can't like loosen up now unless I, you know, <laughs> it's like opening a chest. I can't loosen up in here like. You need to hear, it's a me, Mario. Yeah, it's Mario time. Get the plumbing going. But like, look, man, can we. Can we get real here? Can I get Grumpy Bear on you? Let's get Grumpy Bear. Man, you're a family man just like I am. Indeed. There are times where being locked to a single room in your house can be problematic for being a father. Yeah. So sometimes you sometimes you kind of, you know, you just need to be a presence in the house. I get it. I get so it. So just sitting in front of a TV and playing video games isn't, it's selfish. Oddly enough... Just being in a room with the rest of your family and playing a video game, it works better. Yeah, because they can be doing their thing, but you're still spending time together. I can't show my work on that one, but I know it's the And everybody solution. knows family. It's about time. Yeah, sharing is caring. <laughs> Stuff like that. Who broke the window? <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't I kind remember of that, know that? You don't remember that commercial? Was that one of the... Brought to you by the Church of Jesus yeah. Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Who broke the window? I kind of remember I that broke now. your window. Boy, again. <clears throat> we, you know, we're in the day and, day and age of like, you can't you can't call us that anymore. Do we even have commercials? I don't watch... Do I don't know. commercials. I don't know if Yeah, we nobody have. sees commercials anymore. Boy, that was a... I'll tell you what, man. For all the problems I may or may not have with the LDS Church, that era of commercials pretty good they were effective they had some really good ones yeah that was like a you know that was like an anthology that was a twilight zone season of like different directors <laughs> doing different commercials some of them were real serious some of them like that were it was a musical you know the mormons well that's what they were called so so you know playing a ton of it really just has me engrossed like i'm, I'm sitting here right now just thinking about like oh man just met those fish people that have shark heads i'm I need to get back to it. Well, that are, sounds cool. There are people in that game that they're not. You know, I love shark people, heads. They're not people who are sharks. I'm telling you, their head is an entire shark. If you could have the head of an animal, fish, or fowl, let's just take shark out of it because we both agree that would be pretty cool. What animal, fish, or fowl would you have? Uh, George Steele. 
George the Animal Steel? No. Um, All right. Well, well. You, you know what? I'm not. I am not entirely certain on that one because that either. means a lot of that means a lot of things. Like, does it want to be functional? Do you want to look cool? Do you want to be? Do you want to look cool? Do you want to bite people's heads off? Do you want to be sexy? I mean, an elk would look really cool and majestic, but you can't wear hats anymore. Or you can wear eighty-seven hats. I don't know. A bear, like bear's kind of cool. Giraffe would be bear face. That'd or be we, right. Or are we talking full neck or just the head? I think like shoulders up. I, I feel like if you're, I think it kind of blends in as the shoulder goes up. I feel like you know if I mean? you're going to go giraffe, you need to you need to take the full deal. Giraffe would be cool, but giraffe you got to get the neck and everything. Not, I mean, not you just really got you got to wear some heavy shoes. So you don't tip over. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's going to be a balance issue. You're going to need like the you're going to need like long clown shoes to just keep it going, keep it going full swing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you may have to come back to me on that one. This is one of the things that I say, and then people go, "Do you use marijuana?" Which I don't, but that, that's one of those things. My it's daughter right. calls not, them stoner thoughts. I'm not thoughts, a cop trap, but you I don't. Can, you can be. I don't. Honest. I don't do any of that stuff. But my daughter accuses me of having stoner thoughts. Anyway, Boy, uh, that's called imagination. Consider folks. what. Let's consider what's going to happen when it does go legal, and you start, uh, you know, partaking of the devil's lettuce. As soon as it's prescribed to me, <laughs> I'll be the first one in line. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like we have a visitor. Sounds like here way. at the studio. Send us your thoughts on what head you would have. Boy, later to the tater at gmail.com. Send us your slash fiction and what animal head you want. Not a dog. Not a dog. No, especially <laughs> not that dog. <laughs> so you saw Bumblebee so, then. Yeah, I finally I finally saw Bumblebee. I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah, it was the Transformers movie that I always wanted. So uh, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my hot take based on just what I've heard. Okay, you haven't seen it yet then? No, no, okay. I have not. Um, I've heard things to the effect of the Cybertron stuff that's like, um, the you know, classic series looking stuff mm. is not a very big part of it. It's not a big part of it, but it's really good What what is there. Yeah. It starts out up there and then it shows some flashbacks and stuff like that. And it shows the war of Cybertron and stuff like that. But the characters look like the 80s toys did. You can actually yeah. tell tell them apart that was my big criticism bef- uh, about the first transformers i was like besides optimus prime and bumblebee i can't tell who any of the other ones are yeah on this you it's can not actually... even a matter of they don't look like them it's like they just don't look right. like anything even optimus prime had the had the square windows and the really sharp red there was the part where he had a mouth though i can't remember well you, in the first time like through the whole series optimus prime has lips that was right. always really weird yeah, I don't think they did that. But everything looks really cool. Bumblebee's cool. Uh, the way he loses his voice is actually like legit, and the way he finds a way to communicate is cool. It's a it's a fun movie, and you think John Cena is going to be like a big part of it. He's kind of a, a secondary character. Yeah, he's actually a, for a time a foil. You're like, oh, he he's kind of a a problem right now. Not like. Not particularly trying to be a foil, but he doesn't understand exactly what's going on. You yeah. know, typical government guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's he, a lot of fun. He can't see. He can't see Bumblebee. But the way Bumblebee, uh, you know, becomes a, a VW bug is cool. And it's all, it's just really fun. It's the Transformers that was, movie I always And that was to. always... It, it's It's any number of those things. Like when you off the bat... 
that that was a, you know a larger part with the first one. When off the bat, you go, eh, we're just gonna make him a, we're gonna make him a what was it a Dodge Charger or yeah he was some, yeah I think a Dodge Charger something, something like, like that. that. But we're you know one of the things that makes this character identifiable. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. But they made them look really cool. Yeah. It's how they so, should have looked all along. Story wise, story is you know I mean the, the story I, is is nothing like groundbreaking, yeah. but it's fun. The things I generally heard about it is it's just fine. It's better than Bay Fair, right? It's not this huge. Uh, I mean, I guess there is an end of the world thing. It's it's basically uh, I'm not gonna doesn't really spoil anything because you know all the Transformers come. It's basically <laughs> him trying to stop the Decepticons from sending out a message. To come to Earth. So let me let me ask you this, because uh, up to the last night, the the whole history of it all becomes very convoluted. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the movie, in, in the last night, I, there's either a photograph or there's a flashback that Bumblebee was a tank during World War II. At some point, does that play in? Like, was it Bumblebee? really think it was if it was whoever you're talking about was a jeep i believe and i didn't know if it was bumblebee or not but whoever it was was a jeep well i'm not if you know if bumblebee isn't connected to the bay four movies i kind of don't care about that but i was curious if they were trying to well i think he produced it really yeah he, he definitely arrived here in the 80s in the bumblebee movie that's when he got here yeah I don't remember exactly what year. It was like 87 or something to that effect. There's a lot of Morrissey in it. The Smiths. <laughs> so that... Your buddy Morrissey, huh? Yeah. He's canceling shows in Canada right now. Oh, gee whiz. I wonder if he's going to make it here. <laughs> no way. There's no way. Anyway, Bumblebee, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Check I enjoyed it. Check it out. I enjoyed um, it. The, the only watching I did this week... I'm going to give you your, your uh, one-punch update... One Punch Man, episode two. Still like the show. Still on board. Uh, the They have revealed the new opening credits. They are trash. <laughs> but it's up against... It's a, You know, it's funny. You hear me talk about like, oh, the, the opening credits, they're bad. The opening credits for One Punch Man for its season one are um, really part of the experience. <laughs> It's uh, from what I understand, it's a super group of of Japanese like former, you know, it, it's like a super group, and it's just this crazy like as 80s far as hair animators or as or what? the characters. No, 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 just the just that opening, the opening credits. Everybody had a say in it. Oh, it's just the song. Yeah, it's oh, just okay. it's just the opening credit song. Oh wow! From what I understand, and I could be completely off base, but it was something I heard, and and it sounds like it. It's some super group of, you know, Japanese, you know, like rock stars. And it's just a very metal, very like lifting you up song. And, uh, you know, it starts we with are this the like, world. It starts with this guitar for that goes da 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 And someone just yells, One punch! And <laughs> Gabe and I, when we were watching it every episode, it would do that, and I think I think I'd st- told you this before. We would look at each other and scream the one punch and punch our fists together. It is, you know, <laughs> it's just not there now. It's not the same. But the show itself, the direction that the show seems to be going in, based on two episodes, 
uh, I'm pretty pretty happy with. Well, that's good. Uh, the fear the fear going into it is that uh, it was gonna you know a lot of anime will eventually go kind of existential emo, and I I'm <laughs> hoping it doesn't end up doing that. It's still yeah. a pretty funny kind of parody lighthearted show, and I'm I'm good with that. I need lighthearted in my life. Then then Travis, you should watch One I Punch Man. I should watch Man. One Punch Man. It's really good. I saw that the the director of Bumblebee yeah. is going to be making the six billion dollar man. Oh, starring Mark Wahlberg. Okay. They had to upgrade. It can't be six million dollar man. <laughs> this is going to be a comedy. I have to assume. I don't know. Does I don't know. I'm kind of surprised. Wahlberg can go either way. I, I guess. I am honestly surprised this is not a Will Ferrell movie. That seems <laughs> that seems think, ripe for Will Ferrellage. I think Will Ferrell has uh, he needs to take a break since on uh, being wacky. Sherlock and Watson, right? So well, you can only take so much. Wait, wait, so much being if quirky. Take, if you take wacky away from Will Ferrell, where's he going to go? I don't know. Like I don't know that he can flip the switch like Jim Carrey kind of did. I can, Jim Carrey is the same boat. It's like I'm done. I'm done with it. I'll watch Dumb and Dumber and I'll watch Elf, but everything else was to do. I'm, I'm but done he can, with it. He can, he can pull off a serious movie. I, Jim Carrey, I think, is too cuckoo. Did you did you he's, ever he's see? Pretty bananas, right? Did now. you ever see Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? No, but I, I feel like that movie broke him. It's a <laughs> it is a really good movie. Is it? It's a really good movie. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's convoluted, a little, little on the artsy side, but it's it's really good. Artsy, not fartsy. But I don't know, six, yeah, that six is, billion dollars. That is dollar kind man. of true. That is the definition of the Jim Carrey career. Artsy, fartsy. Yep. It's 50%. Yeah. 50-50. Six billion, billion dollar man. I don't know. It could be fun. I wonder if they'll make him like a spy. It'll be like, it could go Mission Impossible or like, Jason Bourne or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Or is know. he just going to be just some guy fighting B- Bigfoot? I don't know. And this is a movie. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's the thing is that Mark, six, Mark Wahlberg six, doesn't do TV. <laughs> the six million dollar. I mean, you know what? TV. You know, there's, there are arguments to be made that TV is doing better than movies as far as like just doing interesting stuff. Do you think they're going to change his name? Steve Austin's too uh, well known as a wrestler. Who's I'll same? tell you what, they should cast Stone Cold Steve Austin in I this would, movie. I would be over the moon to go see actual Steve Austin in The Six Billion Dollar Man. Even if he's just a handler no. or a bad guy? No, you need him to be the lead. To be the lead? Well, I think Wahlberg's already got the lead. Mark, Sorry. Mark Wahlberg is... Maybe he could be Bigfoot. Stone Cold Steve Austin is Bigfoot. Generally speaking, I don't think... you know, Unless there's something interesting... I don't think Mark Wahlberg's generally an interesting lead. I don't. I I completely agree with you. I don't think he is either. But he's a name. The only movie that I could think of his off the top of my dome that would be compelling that way is like uh, Boogie Nights. But I, I haven't seen Boogie. Nights <laughs> That's in when he so really long. was the six billion dollar man. I haven't seen Boogie Nights in so long. Like when I saw it, that was. I don't think I was cinematically prepared to absorb that. We've used science and technology to, to make you better. Yeah. I can't remember the quote, but you know, you, you know yeah, what I'm And that's again, about. that's why I'm saying I feel like it's going to end up being a comedy because A, you've got the he fought Bigfoot once. And then B, you know there's got to be a gag in there about putting money into his dick. If there, if it's, if it's a comedy, they should have got somebody besides Wahlberg. Wahlberg likes to do comedies. I know, but I don't think he's funny. I think he, everything around him in Ted was funny. 
Actually, I've never seen Ted, but I don't know. But isn't he kind of the straight man? I have not seen Ted because I don't. That's I've never seen him be funny. Um, The other guys is the other guys is hard. I never saw that. It's got some funny in it, but again, I'm generally pretty impervious to Will Ferrell. I'm not. I'm not super impressed by Wahlberg in anything. So it's like hmm. I could be. There there could be a blind side. I mean, I like. um, Oh gosh, what is that one? If it was going to be a comedy, it should be somebody ridiculous is the $6 billion man. I agree. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. I mean, that's why I said this seems like ripe Will Ferrell territory. I mean, like an old out of shape guy or something like... Like John, <laughs> like no, like Jim Belushi or somebody like that. Oh, the Belushi? <laughs> the Belushi. Uh, you know, Why not? We'll see. Uh, I, I would speculate it's going to be a comedy where Will... Or not Will Ferrell. <laughs> where uh, I'm, I've got Will Ferrell on the brain, man. I, the, There's a pill for that. <laughs> I, I would speculate that there's going to be a second person that's in the movie that's the comedic sidekick that foils. Probably, it'll be it'll be like a uh, seriousness. A young uh, non-white person. That's that's what it'll be. That way they can make all the jokes. They get their bring back short round. Is that what you're telling me? Short round or yeah, like <laughs> cop and a half. <laughs> oh boy, like, like a little tiny kid. The pinnacle of the Burt Reynolds oeuvre <laughs> that was cop and a half. Oh, that was that was. I, I'm pretty sure Burt Reynolds felt really bad about cop and a half. I never saw. It. I guess they could have a dog, the six billion dollar dog. Do you remember the? The TV reboot of the uh, what was the the female version the Bionic, Bionic Woman? Woman? Yeah. Did you do you remember that in the early two thousands? I don't know. What, it was that, a, it was an English woman. I can't that remember. That feels like name, something that could have been a sci fi original, and so I much liked of that stuff it. passed passed me by. They had Starbuck in it from Battlestar the new the reboot Battlestar Galactica. She was oh. like a theme. She was the evil version of the Bionic Woman, like the original version so, gone rogue. Katie Sackhoff? Is yes, that Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, I like her. I she like was her in it and I liked the show. I thought it was good, but I don't think it, it lasted like six episodes. I think she's really good and keeps getting kind of roles. She was in that, the she was in Riddick as basically the right. same uh, Yeah, she was basically the same thing that, I think it was Claudia Black was that character in the, in the first one, Pitch Black. Uh, Do you remember all the way back remember. to Pitch Black? I, I remember was, Pitch Black, but I don't I remember anybody else. I think that was Claudia Black, that. but mm. it, Katie Sackhoff is very much an analog of that character. Have you ever seen her in The Flash? I, she plays kind of a rogue character. She yeah, I haven't seen her. I in think any she of like the, uh, in, she's into human trafficking of uh, uh, what are they called? Metahumans. Yeah, she sells them to to bad guys that will. You know, use them for nefarious means. Ooh. But she's really good in it. She she does a British accent. <laughs> it's kind of funny. She can control metal. Like, only certain metal. Like, this certain kind of metal. She has a bucket of this rare metal that she can control. She's a magneto? She's a magneto, but very specific. She what can't... Do I don't think it's any metal. <laughs> I think it's just this type of metal, and it's Ooh. super rare. So she carries the bucket around. I have never looked that far into Magneto. Is he, like... Like, can he not do anything with a nickel? I don't know. Because they're not really magnetic. Say he's the master of metal, but like, yeah, like certain metals aren't magnetic. I'll tell you, though, that scene... That has to have been a plot line. That scene in X2 where he pulls the... uh, All of the... Is it 
whatever iron out of the blood of the security yeah. guard. It comes out misty. That is so cool. They didn't do the oh yeah like yeah, they did they never do the thing where Magneto pulls out a Wolverine his there was a whole uh, plot line where I Magneto think he would, pulled he would, all the adamantium out of Wolverine that was I think he would like famous for a long time bend it really bad and cause him a lot of pain but I don't think he ever yeah that was it all the way out. <laughs> In the comics, that was very much a part of it. Is like everyone's like, "Damn, you, you did well. You did Logan dirty on that one." Yeah, I can only imagine. It's just a Logan suit after that. And he had to go around with the bone claws for a long time. That was how they had the whole. He had bone claws for a while. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I think that may have been the first point where he realized that those claws weren't just part of what Weapon X put into him. There's more to the claws than just boy. Such a adamantium. rich history. Yeah, <laughs> bone claws. End game next week. End game is next week. Yep. I'm going to wait a couple weeks to see it, I think. I still haven't seen Shazam. Yeah. You know what I did see? What I saw Mary see? Poppins Returns. Oh, that superhero movie. Yeah. She is kind of a superhero. Yes, she is. I'm a huge fan of the original Mary Poppins. I'll tell you, this one isn't as good as the original, but that doesn't mean that it's bad. It It's really fun. I think if I watch it a few more times like over the years... It'll grow on me. the The songs there's some there's a few catchy songs. They're not quite as catchy as the original ones. But I mean, lightning in a bottle is hard to recreate. And there's some good good moments in it. Uh, Meryl Streep's in it, and I thought that was out of place. Like that took me out of the movie. No, they need something to nominate her for an Oscar for. I guess I don't know. Dick Van Dyke, Dick really Van good Dyke, in it. The Angel Lansbury. Is in it. I, I'm assuming they probably wanted Julie Andrews to play that role, and she didn't want to do it for whatever reason. I don't know. Julie Andrews is fairly <clears throat> old at this point. Yeah, I mean, she had. She I think had, she's might maybe in her 80s. Angel was, Lansbury. I don't. I don't know well, how old Angel she is, Lansbury. but she's got to be like 90 something. I don't know. I she's I saw Ed Asner tweeting the other day, and I'm like, good God. It is kind how of old. How old does Ed Asner? Ed have Asner to be? looked like he was in his seventies in the seventies. I think that there is a certain type of actor. Is it's the Wilfred Brimley effect of <clears throat> right? You know, we we make the jokes about that Wilfred Brimley was basically Tom Cruise's. Like Tom Cruise is older now than Wilfred Brimley was when he was Cocoon. Right. And the whole point of Cocoon is look at these incredibly old gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like Angela Lansbury and Ed Asner are people from that era that like. They looked older, maybe a little older than they necessarily were, at least not by the how old people look these days standard. Right. Actors but anyway. I, I did enjoy the movie. It's it's really good. I um, think I will have a very hard time liking that if I do end up watching it. Emily Blunt is really good as Mary Poppins. I, I like Emily Blunt a lot. And so. uh, Jane and Michael Banks, they were good. The little kids are good. The little kids are really good. There's a. <clears throat> I'll tell you one thing that I didn't care for is it's lamp lighters instead of chimney sweeps. And at one point they're riding around on BMX bikes doing. Oh no! Doing tricks. Travis, you are super unselling me on this the movie. Song. And that I I thought well that doesn't belong there. Why That's, did they do that? Is it supposed to be like today era? No. No, it's Jane and Michael are. I don't know, 20, 25 years older. So what year? They're probably in their to, late 30s. What year does it seem to be? In the I mean, I don't know what year did it take. The original one take. Like, couldn't, couldn't even tell you. 
late 1800s, early 1900s, somewhere in there, I, I would imagine. I think there are automobiles. There's like a big truck. It's about the same time as 101 Dalmatians. Is that, is that a good answer? <laughs> I don't know. Because there's, there's a big truck. Well, it's said a motorized BMX truck. Bike, so I was thinking, well, like, is it in the 80s now? No. No, I mean, it's it's just a, a bicycle. Like they Because I guess the, the lamplighters use it to get... Was it that bicycle where it's just one big wheel and a teeny, teeny wheel? No, that would have been cool, though. No, but the way they ride them, it's like a BMX bike. You can tell that it's BMX bike. I think that's an, and again, that's riding a, it. It's an unselling on it for me. Is the, the inherent problem of trying to make a period piece today is it still just feels like it's a movie that's taking place in roughly two, <laughs> post two thousand. Right. And I just, I, you know, Colin Firth is the bad guy in it. Travis, I've been spoiler very, alert. I've been very vocal about movies from that era continuing those stories always feels you know making new oz movies making this one like at that. least just always feels like Ugh. you know the problem with the the oz movies is just do a corny set like wizard of oz was it was basically a play that they that they filmed you can tell it wasn't a movie set were, you know were what there, I mean? Were there animated sequences in yeah, and the an, there, returns? Yeah, there's there's a traditional animation one. There's one where things look like mosaic, and it's really cool. There's some cool stuff going on in there. If it, if it there's some CG type stuff, realistic looking dolphins and stuff passes in front of my vision. I will maybe watch it, but it's I. It'll be I on Disney Plus. Probably not. Oh, damn you, Disney Plus. Speaking it, of which, it, if we, you look, if you if you're ever like having a bad week and you just want to watch something and go, I just want to feel like there's some good in the world. Just watch it. it it's fun. Like I, I still need to watch Christopher Robin. I know it's on Netflix right now. I need to watch it. But it'll be another one of those. Like I'm kind of bummed out. Oh, I'll watch Christopher Robin. Uh, from what I've heard, that <clears> Christopher <throat> Robin, if you're bummed out, is not necessarily a good one to watch. Oh really? I've there's heard, no happy ending. I mean, for Pooh and the boys. It, it seems like a kind of. It, I mean, Winnie the Pooh. The <laughs> I'm going to go deep on Winnie the Pooh now. Um, Winnie the Pooh kind oh, of bother. Kind of the late game of Winnie the Pooh was the giving up childish things. And right. I know that this is sort of a. You know, your childish things are still there, but I think that the end of that movie is probably still going to be like, oh, childhood lost, kind of. Well, that's kind of what Mary Poppins Returns is too. It's like. The kids grow up and they forget, or they they're like that stuff wasn't real, right? And they're like, nah, it definitely wasn't real. All the all the things we did with her. So when the kid when the little kids are going, we did this, we did that. They're like, knock it off, children. You're being childish. Well, grow up. <laughs> That's an interesting thing, and I've 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 thought that about a few different properties of if something like Mary Poppins exists, like it has to happen. Is Mary Poppins the only thing that's that? Is she that only that entity? And with all of her magical powers, the only thing she's interested in is having a brief dalliance with one family's children once have, an era. Have you ever heard the theory that Mary Poppins is a time lord? I think I have heard that. <laughs> I, I mean like, that. I like that it. Sort of makes sense. But uh, when they when they did Missy a few years ago in the Capaldi year, she was dressed up like Mary Poppins oh, yeah. and, and had kind of a similar. Uh, attitude about her it was it was kind of funny actually but the idea of continuing that story the way that you said is like what what is she what is mary poppins then well i mean she's only there for a few days and then she goes somewhere else so 
But if she goes somewhere else, then why? This is Look, so. This wealthy is such, children need help too, Jake. You know what? You're right. This is super pedantic. Like this is semantics. But if Mary Poppins goes and does things all the time, then technically there would be a lore. There would be like the world has sort of a collective knowledge of these mm-hmm. beings. And so they wouldn't go like, oh, that never really happened, did it? I don't know. That, that I think, stuff I to think me, you're overthinking. Oh, Mary I know. Poppins. I definitely know I'm overthinking it. <laughs> but it. When you're going to continue the story, when it's an encapsulated story, especially from that era, I can really shut it off and just go like, this is a, this is a fairy tale. Right. But then when you make a modern version of it that doesn't have like those cheesy sets from that era, like they really try and make everything feel real. And then you try and tell the story of. That's why I didn't like the Oz movie. The yeah. whatever, the James Franco one. You mean other than it's kind of a bad movie to begin with? Right. But- it is a bad movie, but also the set is just, it's just CG crap. Yeah. I would, Make an actual set. We can, we have the ability to have suspension of disbelief. You know what I mean? But give me an actual thing to look at. Yeah. That's kind of what I like about the new Star Wars movies more than the prequels. That's it's an actual set. I mean, that was, there was a lot of backlash against George Lucas for getting a little, little silly with the CG. At the time, the CG was great, but if you go back and watch the prequels now, the CG doesn't hold up. Some of it didn't. I, I don't know. I remember watching it at the time, and like I wanted to like it so much. And a lot of the... When you do CG, I mean, especially in that era, flesh was floppy in ways that flesh isn't supposed to be. <laughs> and it always, it just always looked <clears throat> like... Yeah. Oh yeah, boss nuts. Me so like we've been dan- we've been dancing around it. Are we going to get into let's basically get into what? It. Let's you know, get what into we're it. Talk about. Let's it's tap dance a, right on its grave. It has been a very Star Wars heavy week. It has for sure. The uh, the new trailer came out. We got the trailer and we got the title. Have you seen? I don't know if you saw this meme going around. But it, it was a joke, obviously. But it was my favorite. My favorite joke was Star Wars. And then it spreads out and it goes, The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's. It's. I, I am not going to know. It's, uh, it's a me, Mario. Monty Python. I feel like I can't. I, I can't really have a solid opinion on much of this until. It's all over. I watched it and then put out a post I mean, saying, if you're going to watch the the new Star Wars trailer, make sure you announce to everyone in the room that you're about <laughs> to watch it and it contains a woman breathing heavily to start out. Yeah. And you are, in fact, watching the Rise of Skywalker trailer <laughs> and not something else. Because it starts out with... <sighs> it's very Just disturbing. Breathe. Just breathe. But it's cool. It's no, cool. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. You got in. Lando in there. I am all in. Do you want to know something that I noticed wasn't in there at all? What's that? R2-D2. Is there no R D duty? No R D duty in there at all. Huh. I'll be I'll be damned. I'm hoping he's okay. I'm hoping he's not Man, stranded. He's gotta be there. It, Ooh, yeah. Did they leave R D duty? They left R D duty on. That's what I'm wondering. Is he just sitting there like beep beep beep? Like nobody's coming back. He's hanging out with the with the little uh puffin things. With I don't the, know. With the porgs? Yeah, the and porgs. The weird monks. Because Luke and disappeared. The, the green milky spoiler alert. 
Yeah, that's they're going to have that green milk, by the way, at Disneyland. Well, <laughs> hoorah! <laughs> but yeah, no R two D two. So, huh? He's got to be in there. He's got to be in like, there. The constant of the entire saga, R two D two and C three PO have right. been in every single movie. I like BB eight just fine, but he's not R two. Well, they got some. Sorry. They got some new one wheel duder. Yeah, I mean he's great. Little kids love him, but I want my R two D two man. Got to have him. You gotta close. But we got Lando line. back. I mean, flying the Falcon. They're bringing the Emperor back. I feel like they're gonna yeah. have to. I mean, so I saw this theory, and people are, people are going, "Well, is Star Wars get this?" Is an actual headline, okay, in, in an entertainment website or whatever. Star Wars seems to be heading into time travel stories. I'm like, no, no. he's not time travel. He's probably Darth Plagueis. They show the chunk of. The Death Star in that lake or whatever it is. Yeah. Obviously, he survived the fall. It came into the atmosphere. He didn't burn up. Um, uh, that's the thing is there There are lots of ways to look at it. Um, it could just be that the, you know, uh, let's, let's take it back. By the way, bit. is that planet Endor? Because they Presumably. were above Endor. Presumably. So we're going to get Ewoks? I want Ewoks, dude. The Ewoks existed on a moon of Endor. Right. But I'm assuming they have lakes, too. Nah. I mean, we'll... we'll I want an Ewok. I love Ewoks. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) Ewoks are cool. Um, I'll fight anybody that says Ewoks aren't cool. Let's take it back to Empire. All right. All right. Back to Empire. Let's take it back to Empire. Let's take it back to the... Let's take it back to the cave. The peak of the mountain, so to speak. The let's cave, it, okay. Let's take it back yeah. to the cave. Yeah. Luke fought something in a cave that was a a monument to... Uh, oh. I didn't know if that was you or me. <laughs> that was gross. It was Luke, Andre the Giant. It, there was... By Yoda's hut, there was some sort of monumental dark side spot. The dark side strong so, there, it is. Presumably, <laughs> I mean... The Emperor can totally be dead, but I'm sure that what's left of the Death Star contains that sort of concentrated dark side. It could also be like a force ghost of the Emperor, too. You know, there was there was the dark side butthole in Last Jedi. We never even figured... But also, they never explained what the, what the cave was. Yeah, I don't know. It was just some sort of concentration of energy, like you said, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's where the midi-chlorians live. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss Star Wars book to me. <laughs> Once again, we... None of these, none of, <laughs> none of the new movies have done anything to acknowledge the prequels, really. <sighs> good times, but you know what? There's a I, lot of good-looking stuff in there, though. I'm not. I. It's fun to speculate. Um, I think. I think people, anyone getting their hopes up of this is going to be what's going to happen, it can. I don't know. It. It's hard to navigate the internet in the wake of something like this, right? Because I'll give you an example of that. Somebody asked J.J. Abrams, I think at Star Wars uh, Celebration or whatever, uh, how long is the episode nine going to be? And he said, I don't know yet. I mean, it could be five minutes or it could be four hours. We're still editing. And so people are starting to post Star Wars episode nine going to be four hours long. (laughs) Like, that is not what he said, people. No. You're so stupid. People, ugh. No, I, I mean, read I the saw, actual quote. I saw a lot of stuff, and I don't want to really get into any of it. It's again, I uh, before you came over, I spent time watching. I watched that trailer. I watched Mandalorian stuff. I watched this stuff for the 
the new EA game. I didn't watch and any of the Mandalorian stuff it is, just because I knew it was going to be bootleg and I knew it wasn't going to be unless you are quality. directly fighting to get to the real thing. There's a lot of really crappy, right? And I know they're they're going to put out the Mandalorian stuff soon, and I'll watch it then. It looks it looks really cool. I'm sure it's going to be cool. There's a lot of good people involved. It looks exceptionally cool. I Werner Herzog is in it. Werner Herzog <laughs> is going to be really cool. The, uh, apparently, I think they showed seven minutes of it at a celebration. Oh wow! Um, I caught a, I caught a video of someone trying to record that and then cutting off some of it. Like <laughs> I saw half of IG88 going crazy. You know, it it just I, I'm gonna try to keep away. It's it's crazy because what we're doing here is basically kind of skimming for little news and things like that. But like right. at this point, I kind of am, I'm just ready to watch it. I'm I'm boned for this show a little bit because, like, at this point, I kind of don't want to know any more about it. I just want to let it wash over me. I'm kind of that same way. I just, I just want to enjoy it. Similarly, with uh, with Rise of Skywalker, is I don't want to get, I don't want to get too deep in uh, people's theories. I think people get their own head cannon, and I think it ruins it for them when they think they've come up with their own brilliant thing, which mm-hmm. you know usually. Is and then terrible. it doesn't happen, and they're disappointed, and they hate it because well, they should have done this. Um, and that's, my, I mean, I get it. My thing I'm throwing behind is I think, I think Ryan Johnson did a great thing with Last Jedi. And I, I think it's meaningful to continue that work. And I, I have my reservations about J.J. Abrams being a guy you can trust to carry forward what Ryan Johnson was trying to do. <laughs> I don't dislike J.J. I think I love J.J. Abrams movies. Right. But based on what The Last Jedi was, I think J.J. Abrams is... Someone who is going to be pretty willing to go like, I wanted I want to do what people are happy with, guys. I just want everyone to be happy. <laughs> Sorry, well, JJ, I love you, but I just don't know what to believe anymore because first of all, don't believe any headlines. You need no. to actually read quotes and things like that. Because you get some headlines, uh Star Wars is going on hiatus after uh the Rise of Skywalker comes out. Two days later uh, Star Wars is going to be doing uh, the Knights of the Old Republic movies, and well, it's like, which is it? Is it? Well, are they going on a high? And they I say am, this is the end of the saga. Well, it's the end of the Skywalker, Skywalker saga. And I, I think that I honestly think that's great. And I don't think it's really the end. I think in ten years they're going to do another Skywalker movie somehow. I maybe it'll be a prequel. Maybe I, it'll be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look. There's Luke, going to be Kenobi movie. Lucas said he, nothing was ever going to happen after the prequels, so nothing set in stone. Right. If they do a Kenobi movie, you know he's going to be checking in on Luke, and people are going to go, "Look, it's a little Luke." But I mean, no, I mean, it's not necessarily the end of Skywalker movies, but that saga, the saga of Skywalker, is going to be over with. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, it helps. We, we all feel like uh, Skywalkers are the most important family in the entire Star Wars galaxy, but that's because we only know like four families. That's part of the draw <laughs> of The Mandalorian is that uh, I was watching, uh, part of it was they they did a, a little preview of it at, at Celebration that was a lot of stuff Jean, Jean, Jean Favreau, <laughs> Jean Favreau talking Jean-Luc about. Favreau. Jean-Luc Favreau. Jean-Luc <laughs> Favreau. The beautiful babies. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he was talking a lot about this thing that they're making, and it's it's post Return of the Jedi, which I think is a is a decently fertile area to tell stories. But 
it's not going it, to, at least not right now, it's, it's hard to believe that they won't be jerks and stray into it, but right now it's taking place completely outside of Skywalker lore. Right. And that's I, fine. And I hope it stays that way. That's fine. Even if they do Knights of the Old Republic, it's going to be outside of that. That's going to be before yeah. all the Skywalker yeah. stuff. It's only Skywalker is really only three generations. It's not like it goes back for thousands of years. There's Anakin, his midi-chlorian self, and then there's Luke, and then there's uh, Ben Solo. Well, Luke and Leia, I should say, and then and then Ben Solo and do they ever? I don't know. Do they ever actually refer to Leia as Leia Organa Solo in? The movie. I was thinking about that this week because I don't you know, know. I think they just call her. Uh, speculation was, you know, it's Rise of Skywalker, and like, don't you, they call her General Edge. Organa? Uh, is it I General don't they or, call her or is General it more Organa. than General? It's I think general. it's General. Yeah, I think it's, it's general. general. I don't know Organa. if they call her General Organa or General Organa Solo. I think it's Organa because I don't know if they ever actually said like they're married. I don't know that they necessarily and, have married. And, and like and, we and do. Also, do, do you know what I ever, mean? Do they ever refer to Ben as a Ben Solo? Um, no, I don't think so. So I think this they is, said again, son of Solo. This is this is going deep on it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and pretend like I've got the greatest ideas, Trav. But technically speaking, Kylo Ren. Ben, somebody says son of Solo, right? I don't know. I swear, in the first movie, somebody says that's the something son of I would Solo. have to go back and watch him again because I'm being maybe pedantic. Son of Skywalker. Technically, technically speaking, Leia is not Leia Organa. That was an adopted name. Yeah, Leia was always a Skywalker. That's true. So, by that but I think she just goes by Organa. That transitive property, the the she, she really has no be, connection to. The only connection she has to her father was her him torturing her. Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah, in a new hope, basically. But I mean, similarly, Luke Luke had a tenuous. But Luke's got the daddy issues because he never had one. He had Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. I think Leia grew up believing that Bail Organa was her father, so yeah. she yeah. is fine being Leia Organa. I, she, I again, I'm being I'm being pedantic, but it's less of her being the daughter of Anakin Skywalker and more of her being the sister of Luke Skywalker. I wonder how different Luke would have been if they would have just said, you're our son instead of you're our nephew. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? It wasn't technically even their nephew. Cause, uh, that was kind of, uh, his mother's stepson, right? <laughs> you know what? But also they, they let him keep the name Skywalker. I mean, this is getting back to right. other pedantic. Yeah. They should arguments. have na- changed his name if they were hiding him. Hey, he didn't get found. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, you get into weird things. Obi-Wan was, to... Uh, it was more or less happenstance that... What was Ben's? It was Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ben... It was Ben Kenobi. He just changed his first name. He still went by Kenobi. Yeah. Old Ben Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> the more I think Again, about it. Uh, and also... The more like, I don't want to think about it. Also, <laughs> Kylo Ren's name... Oh, they named him Ben. Like Han and Leia didn't have. I mean, I guess they don't even really. I'm Travis. I'm going through all. There's kinds a of name here. There's a name in the droid series Leia, that I swear is Kylo Ren or really close to Kylo Ren. Leia didn't really even have any sort of closeness with Obi Wan, did she? No. 
when she refers to it, when, when it's the original message, she's like, well, you well, served my father during the Clone Wars. Yeah, you I know th- him from... I think she probably had stories about him, and she might have met him when she was young. Otherwise, why would she reach out to him? No, she wouldn't have met him because the end of... Because Bail Organa was her father. The end of the Republic was him leaving. She never would have known him. Yeah, but I'm sure he probably met up with Bail Organa for lunch or, you know, something. Somewhere along the line, just to check in on her. (laughs) She knew him as a, a brunch uncle. Brunch uncle. Brungle. No, I, I, when you get into these things, like I said, it gets it gets weird and pedantic, and we're very much in the weeds. But that's a long ways to say. One of the first things I got out of it is the title, "The Rise of Skywalker," could e- could kind of easily mean Ben. Ben finally turns good. Breaking good. It's going to be hard because he done killed his own dad and lots yeah, and lots of is. other people. That's pretty irredeemable when you killed the most lovable. Uh, that's also the funny thing. Like I shouldn't say lovable. He's not a lovable character. He is a loved character, a beloved character. A lot of people shipping the idea of Ben and Rain. I'm like, you know, he killed someone who was kind of, I don't know if you'd call it a father figure or a mentor, but somebody who helped her right. kind of get on her path, who was married to someone who definitely had a connection with. He also tortured you at one point, right. like, or no, he didn't. Maybe there's another Skywalker no, we don't even know her about. At one point, didn't he? Because he he had her and he tried to use the mind thing on her. Yeah, and he couldn't. Maybe it's a. Uh, Why would those two be romantic? Maybe it's Oscar Isaac. I don't know. Who knows? It could be maybe anything. She just doesn't need to have. I don't a think love it's Ray. I think that's too obvious. Oh, no, the, I'm not saying love interest. I'm saying is a Skywalker. You know, I've heard a lot of things of. The Last Jedi was about the Jedi and Poe Dameron, that's his name. Skywalker could become a title at this point, you know. Yeah. I it seems very on the nose to have the rise of Skywalker be, "Hey, Rey was a Skywalker all along," which is where the fear of JJ Abrams comes from. Or what if Darth Vader comes back and he's a good guy now? <laughs> dun dun dun. His Force Ghost comes back and he's Darth Vader. I mean, that's Another one of the speculations was we never got any backstory on uh, Snoke. You know, the possible way is... I think Snoke was a puppet. Well, that's what a, that, that's the possible way that Palpatine was there the whole time. Right. I think he was just working through Snoke. Palpatine's not alive. He just has been kind of living in other people yeah. since then. Oh, so he's Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, this is the best conversation. <laughs> we're we're almost at an hour now. By regardless, the way. <laughs> it lo- regardless, it looks cool. I don't want to. I don't want. Oh, I'm super excited. So I you know it's fun with buddies to you know talk about what you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get on the internet and hear what anybody has to say. Right, right. Except for us. Yeah. Because we're having fun with it. We're not going like, to call somebody else stupid for their you know, theory or I, anything like that. You know. So, I am not. I am not adverse to being the kind of guy who, if I, I set out to want to like something, and will just like it. I'm that person. I pretty much think I'm going to like almost everything. Yeah. That's just how I go into things. That, and and sometimes I'm disappointed. It's not like I'm going to like it, but I do go into things wanting to like it. I I I went in wanting to like the prequels, and I didn't like those, but. I like things about them. So far... I really tried liking sushi, everybody. <laughs> Every once in a while, it's okay, but 
it's not something I'm going to order. So far, seven episode seven and eight, I really like both those movies, and they're they're kind of very different movies tonally, but I really like them both. Well, that's the thing. Everybody complained the episode seven. Oh, exactly same movie as they always make. They blow up a giant star killer. It's just a Death Star. Blah blah blah. So they come out with eight. They do something completely different from everything else. And this isn't a Star yeah. Wars movie. This is completely different. It's like you can't please anybody. So just make a good movie. You know, I I always said uh, Force Awakens. After the prequels, the Star Wars license had. I mean, as far as making continuing mm-hmm. a continuing story, it had lost a lot of you know cachet. Right. So basically, going look, we're going to make. A, we're going to make a tale, regardless of whether it's close to telling A New Hope. We're just going to try to make it feel like a Star Wars movie again, as opposed to the prequels, you know, the prequels kind of have a hard time feeling like Star Wars movies for me sometimes. Mm. I see I see what you're saying. Yeah, they are so far removed from everything is so clean and there's such a different style. Because the, the old ones are on, on a set. Like the Death Star yeah. is a is a it's a crappy set. I mean it could be cardboard for all we know that they just kinda made look sort of spacey. But uh you know, the prequels everything is CG and these grand well, even views of everything and it's just a different feel. They're kind of even an extension of we were talking with start our start to finish. Our, I was no? talking with our buddy Craig, you know, mm-hmm. only good opinions. Uh I, you know, the sort of um, Star Wars kind of taking a little bit of a downhillish turn didn't start with the prequels. There was a little thing called Don't the special Ewoks. editions. Okay, okay. I mean, look, you can go back to that. I, but you know what? When special editions came out, I was so pumped. It was yeah. late 90s. I remember buying the Star Wars magazine and reading it and getting so excited like oh look at they're gonna put they're gonna add this little thing in with the jawas and it's gonna be so cool and they're gonna release it in theaters again i'll be able to take my kids to see it in theaters there was a there was a match point there was a very specific match point and that match point was han shot first that didn't even bother me as much to be honest with you as uh han stepping on jabba's tail i mean that's that's a separate issue but they should have just left that scene out. It doesn't add to it at all. Han shot Didn't first was it. the first point you could go like, okay, I don't know, I don't know what this thing is yet, but like I'm getting this, I'm getting this sense of something called midichlorians. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. something's. It's just, it was a point where you go like, Ooh, George Lucas really made a bad call. Of all the things he should have digitally You're- changed, he should have made everybody see say either Leia or Leah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Chewbacca or Chewbacca. Oh, these are, these Chewbacca. are very simple changes. Gosh, I'm so excited to see Lando again. My favorite, my favorite <laughs> How meme. Are you doing Chewbacca? My favorite meme coming out of that was uh, um, Lando from Solo saying, "I'm gonna get that shit back," and Han from Solo saying, "Over my dead body." And then it's just the picture of him like <laughs> laughing in the in the Millennium Falcon in Episode Nine. Man, I I really hope they do something more with that Solo actually maybe even if it's a tv show i think that would be so fun mm. i really en- i really enjoyed that movie and if it's just a standalone movie because people were being turds and they didn't want to go see it yeah it's gonna that be sucks. that i'm afraid i think it's gonna be that because it was really good i mean that was the 
when we got the news that when we got the news that Disney was saying, I think we're going to pump the brakes on this. It was because Solo kind of didn't do great. It was better than all of the prequels. I think it was probably better. Yeah. Than, it was yeah. probably better than eight. Uh, I I disagree with that, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at you for making that call. It's right there with eight, but it's better than all the prequels. It's not as good as uh, the one I can never remember the name of. You know, the it's one not as the good one as where everybody dies. Remember. Star Wars. Everybody dies. <laughs> Star Wars. Everybody. You know. Are you talking about Revenge of the Sith? No. No. What are you talking about? No. The, oh, 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 okay. Um, Rogue One. Rogue One. <laughs> yeah. One. I can never remember Rogue One for some reason. I'm not that big on Rogue One. I, don't I think Rogue, Rogue One was an excellent movie. I mean, I, I don't want to get too deep in that because we're getting deep. My, my hot take on Rogue One is there are two very, like, the Forrest Whitaker stuff didn't go anywhere and shouldn't have been there. <gasps> my name is Forrest Whitaker. It's because he had he had space <laughs> asthma. For the Forrest Whitaker stuff didn't really go anywhere, and why he had a used... CPAP machine? I have a CPAP machine. <laughs> We're brothers. You're practically the same guy. We're the same guy. Um, they could have used that part of it to help you help develop the actual characters. Because I I just felt like the characters in that movie just they didn't have enough there for you to really cling on to them. Uh, I. I really enjoyed them. That's why they're making a Cassian movie, and or the, sorry, TV show. The other, the other thing was at the end, don't have a space battle movie. Don't have a split it between a space battle and this great this beach invasion. Focus on the beach invasion. That's cool. And we haven't seen it yet. The space battle stuff. It's stuff we've seen before. And I'm again, I'm tainted because I went with my mom, my son, and Cindy, and somewhere during the space battle. It started occurring to me, like all this jargon and stuff, I'm, and like them down there talking about stealing stuff. I'm like, this stuff's getting a little, this stuff's getting a little like jargon, and like this stuff's getting heavy to where someone who doesn't know this stuff, like I know the Star Wars universe because I'm a giant nerd. Like even this stuff, I'm like, wow, this is getting jargon heavy. And I looked over, and my mom and my wife were asleep, and my son <laughs> could not care less anymore. Really? And I started thinking, like, oh man. This movie... I think I would put it number two after Empire. That's my favorite. You know, I'm not mad at people for that. Probably Empire, Rogue One, (coughs) Jedi, Seven, Eight, Solo. Eight and Solo are close, like I said. Maybe Solo, Eight. (sighs) I don't know. Right? They're they're a tie. And then you go, uh, probably, Revenge of the Sith. I think... Phantom Menace, then Attack of the Clones. It's a solid list. Then the Ewok Adventures. No. <laughs> the first one's better than the second one. I have those on DVD. I don't doubt that for a second. They're bad. I love the Ewoks, but those are bad. <laughs> Wilford Even Brimley's the Caravan in one of, of Courage? Yeah, that's the one with Wilford Brimley, I think. The Caravan yeah. of Courage. They um, are bad. So, uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the Mandalorian looks super good. I'm... I'm Gonna try and push to get the Disney thing. I don't. The it's price only six ninety nine a month. That's price great. Is good. They're um, they're trying to hurt Netflix, is what it is. Because Netflix yes. is currently thirteen ninety nine, and I think they're going and the up. The thing even. is, like that that price for the Disney Unlimited is that what it's called? Disney Unlimited. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. It'll go up fast. I don't know. I bet it takes a couple years. I bet after a year it'll go up. So. They're adding. Well, you can they're also. also they're also doing the Disney thing where like they're not they're not opening the vault. They're saying things like these are the vault movies that are going to be available. 
they'll go back in the vault. Uh, see, I hadn't heard that. I, th- yeah. I heard everything in the vault will be available. Nope. Huh. That stuff I saw, they only have specific vault movies. You will have 30 years of The Simpsons, though. Every season. 10 years worth watching? 15 years worth watching at most, maybe? I mean, I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time, but whenever I do catch an episode, I think it's better than Family Guy. What? I don't Tra- like Family look, Trav. Guy. I don't like that stuff, you know? Look, Trav, I mean, like, you know. I'm you not tell, a fan of every what's time I Every time I bite into a toothpaste sandwich, I think, well, <laughs> turd sandwiches aren't this bad. Seth MacFarlane does, does nothing for me personally. Yeah, no, I'm not a Seth MacFarlane guy. I think he's a hack and he steals from comedians. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I've talked to a few comedians that their stuff oh. has been taken and used in Family Seth Guy. MacFarlane. His writers, You've been canceled. His writers go to comedy clubs and watch people's oh, acts. Oh, gross. And, yeah. yeah. Gross. Yep. Super gross. Just saying. So, if you like Family Guy, it's probably because somebody else wrote it. Going back for a brief moment <laughs> to me saying, if I want to like something... Um, you know, I can go out like it, but I, I think always you can tell if I'm talking about something that wasn't good, but I wanted to like it. So I like it. That relates to, uh, man, Hellboy sounds like it's really bad. Yeah. It, it, it's not doing very well. I was listening to, I still a, haven't seen it, but I was listening to a Hellboy centric podcast. And I think, uh, if I can remember this correctly, the phrase, the phrase was something to the effect of this. Someone on it said, you know, I, I was watching it and realized pretty quickly, I don't think this is going to be what I want. So I just <laughs> sat back and tr- I just liked it for what it was. I'm like, that's you saying it's it's bad. Yeah, that, that's, that, you saying that you means, that's you saying you didn't like it, but right. Mike Mignola. But they don't want to crap on it. But Mike Mignola follows you on Twitter. So uh, I, I feel bad for Mike Mignola. Uh, he, was, he was promoting it a lot leading up to and. It released, and then I don't think he was on Twitter for like three or four days. They probably should have released it like in February or something like that. And it's a bummer. I also read a, an article with him. He w- it's number got one, Mila Hohovic in it. Yeah. Number one, he said, uh, I am aware that reviews are out there. I'm not reading them, which I think <laughs> is healthy. Right. And um, It also means he definitely already read them. He, <laughs> he talked a lot about how... Uh, the director of it did not talk to him a ton. He didn't seem nonplussed mm. about that. He just said the director didn't talk to me. He said David Harbour talked to him a lot. Said he texted him to the point that he finally texted him and said, look, we're just going to have to call each other. I can't handle this. So I wonder... So, uh, that makes me happy. What have you heard about David Harbour's uh, his, his job acting in it? His portrayal of um, Boy? That can be a hard one to parse. That's... I one wonder if things, it, if if it's salvageable for maybe going forward if you had a different director. I think that the hard thing, if I were to go to see, this is based on the trailer. The trailers is I don't know that David Harbour's performance is bad. I think that it's the character's not written very well, and that's a problem. Yeah, I so, mean, if if he does a good job as Hellboy, maybe it's salvageable. And I think you run into another one. I think you run into a lot of sour grapes that they're not doing another Ron Perlman movie, but you gotta, you have to understand that. That was should have happened happen. 15 years ago. You know, Del Toro wasn't, Del Toro wasn't going to do his third movie, and once that was going to happen, you got to realize they're never going to bring, they're not going to bring Perlman back. Right. They should have done it a while um, ago if that was going to happen. 
I I think David what Harbour. If, what if they brought yeah. back like Ron Perlman as an older Hellboy, like uh like Popeye's dad? Passing the torch to yeah. young Hellboy. Yeah. They just find him like <laughs> he's been sitting on a boat somewhere out. Hellbappy. Yeah, Hell Hellbappy. <laughs> uh you know. So you know, I look, I I wouldn't be the kind of person that would take sour grapes over it not being Perlman. I want to give Harbor a chance. I've it's read the same enough. thing with, with that solo movie. People were pissed that it wasn't Harrison Ford. Well, guess what? He didn't want to do any more, guys. Do you want the character or not? Uh, you know, I've read enough that it's, it just sounds like it's not a good movie. Yeah, well. It's supposed to be very gory, which I'm not super on board with. That's the, the thing about the first two is they were charming. And, I mean, they were too scary for a little kid. But, yeah. like, a, a young teenage, like, maybe 10 to 15 was just right for them, you know, yeah. where this one, if it's super gory and there's like a lot of swearing and stuff like that, I've parents heard, aren't going to want their kids to watch that. I've also heard they adapted a lot more of Mignola's stories into it. And that it, it bums me out that they, that, you know, like when I, when I found out Baba Yaga is going to be in it, I'm like, Ooh, okay. Well that, I mean, I want to see that. And, or like when I found out, uh, so super brief pass away. I'll try and make it brief. When Hellboy is found when he's born or whatever, mm-hmm. Uh, in the comics, the forces are led by this character called Torch of Liberty. Well, when it came up that they were doing the movie again, they're like, well, we want to make it more like the comics. We're going to use Torch of Liberty. Well, Torch of Liberty was a character that uh, Mignola was borrowed to Mignola. Oh, it already existed? Yeah. Huh. Burn. I, I get it jumbled in my head if it's... I think it's John Byrne, but that might be a musician. Was it from uh, Dark Horse? It, couldn't tell you. Okay. It was just a classic character that was borrowed to him. I'm spacing the correct person's name and I'm feel very guilty about it, but so they used another Frank Burns. It was Frank Burns. <laughs> yes. He was very mealy mouthed and wishwashy about it, but uh, and he, he was very backbiting. I don't know what hot lips he <coughs> hand saw in him. Oh, that character was definitely on loan. <laughs> but uh so he used another a character that he had developed that made brief uh that was more of a legendary character named Lobster Johnson. Which I'm, I would be really excited to see that character. That's the character that Hellboy like read comics of as a as a young Hellboy, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I seem to remember Lobster Johnson. That's cool. It sounds on super dirty. It's an interesting character, and the characters, you know, that stuff doesn't. But just as to say, they adapted some, and they're they're adapting the story of the Wild Hunt, which is a big one. It just, so to hear it just doesn't come together bums me out. Well, I'm gonna and see it eventually. I gotta you know, see Shazam first. But. There was some brief chitter chatter where I don't know if it was Harbor or Mignola. It might have been Harbor. Someone talked along the lines of, you know, there have been tons of James Bond, different James Bonds. We don't see any reason why you can't make movies with different directors, with different people playing the character. And, right. You know, I need to. I, s- I think this movie's tanking and I just don't think it's ever gonna come yeah. back. I need to start seeing movies in theaters again because I can claim them on my taxes. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I, I talked to an accountant uh, two days ago about it. And yeah, anything that you're doing to, if you're buying magazines or newspapers or, I'm like, hmm. claim on your tax. What, what is it? Cla- as a comedian? Yeah, as a comedian. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty cherry deal. Yeah. So well, good on I'm going to start claiming movie movie tickets. Oh, I think I could, I could probably claim like Netflix and all that stuff too, as long as I make jokes about Jeez, oh, the things I see. You I've always been kind of wondering about it, but they're like, yeah, yeah, mileage, all that stuff, anything you're you're spending. If you're going to 
to lunches and talking about comedy. I'm like, wow. Semi- I need to start keeping receipts. Semi-charmed kind of life there. <laughs> I need to claim a few things actually. Well, <laughs> we're getting we're, we're getting, getting to the, the end tooth. here. Yeah, we don't we don't need to go two hours every episode. I got a wife to pick up. Oh, okay. So I think it's time we do some uh, magic mic. Who do you want to talk to on magic mic? So uh, what I'm thinking. You know, we've heard my hot takes. We've heard your hot takes. So many we've hot takes. We've done our best to stay away from the internet's hot takes. <laughs> I was wondering if uh, we could get the master's takes. The master? Which well, master? Uh, I'd like to talk to Master Yoda. Master Yoda. Okay, I think I think he's available, actually. Okay. All right. I'm going to say those magic words after I clear my throat. <coughs> Double throat clear. I figure I may as well get one out there while <laughs> while you're doing it. All right, uh, strawberry shortcake. Mm. <laughs> Hello, oh, Yoda, you're coming in amused. Mm, yes, you're, you're, you hear? I've been joke? reading you... internet comments. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering if you'd watched uh, like a special on Netflix or something. Mm, I've been watching Monty Python. Uh, all right, <laughs> what's your favorite sketch on Monty Python? Oh. Parrot sketch, my favorite it is. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to keep up with everything. Look, Yoda, I know you have a dialect. Like, keep keep it regular you, as a normal person. You would like me to? Well, no, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just, I hope you can Easier be patient with me. Easier the interview would go my, for you? Yoda, my email, did you get it? Email from you, I did get. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. This? So, uh, you know, uh, the, the body you're inhabiting right now, he's doing a uh, Monty Python panel coming up. You think you'd maybe stop in, give a few hot takes on that? Stop in for the panel. I will. Oh, wow. So any of you out there going yes. to Phoenix, Yoda is going to be on the panel as well as our buddy Travis Tay. He's going to be more or less moderating. Spam, spam, beans and spam. Spam, spam, spam. <laughs> Can you be a moderate type person, Yoda? Or do you kind of get a little, you know, you talk over people? Of, over people, I talk, of course. <laughs> oh, come on, Yoda. I would hope that you would uh, honor people's people's uh, you know, time. The force I have. Master, I am of the force. Oh, boy. Hey, I, you know, how are you feeling about the force these days? Uh, we're hitting. We're hitting a very... We're hitting something of an end of an era for the Force. Do or do not. There is no try. I guess I, I stepped as into As the that. Force pertains to your question. You were a bit of, you were a bit of a trickster in The Last Jedi. Kind of just like there to, there to give... Uh, Burn the books? I did. Give Skywalker... <laughs> no, I think, I think Ray might have gotten away with the sacred texts. Knew that. I also did. Did you? Messing with Luke Skywalker, I was. Yeah, kind of there to give him a noogie of sorts. Indeed. Wedgie, I gave him. <laughs> so in the end of it all, he sacrificed himself. Do you feel any responsibility in that? Sacrifice myself, I did too. Uh, I don't think that's the case. I think you just kind of died in bed perspective mm, i have that you do not <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's true yoda i kind of have to take everything you say on uh, a certain point of view from <laughs> you know i'm thinking about it now it's really interesting that we've got you here considering you know the mic has done a lot for us but that you come from a long time ago and rather far away 
far, far away Do the galaxy really? I come from is. I guess I. Are you sure you can make it to Phanix, considering you are a, you know, quite a ways off, and b, you know, dead. Anything in the universe possible is for Yoda. Whoa! Whoa! Could you uh, get get our buddy Travis more tax exemptions? Can you hook that up? Tax exemptions. I am working on for him right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Across space and time, Yoda can travel. So, Yoda, are you going to be showing up in the Rise of Skywalker? Tell you, I cannot. <laughs> Only oh. with my eyes can uh, I tell you. Apparently, there is a. <laughs> apparently, there is a stronger uh, entity in the universe than the Force, and that is uh, Disney. Wiggling my ears left means yes, right means no. See them, can you? Yoda, those aren't your ears. What are (laughs) (laughs) the force? I strong with me. (laughs) There was that one, uh, one girl version of I don't know if we ever heard. Has it been established what your uh, particular race is, Yoda? People know not. The race of Yoda. Because there was a... Mysterious Whatever the hell you are, there was a girl version of you way back when. Well, I mean, a guy's got to hang out, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... Get lonely, Yoda does. Have you seen the Rise of Skywalker trailer, Yoda? Seen it, I have. You got any... You got any, uh... Any info to slide us? Anything how you felt about it? R2-T2, not in the the trailer. Oh, so you and Travis are on the same page. You little worried about, uh... yes. Mm-hmm. Worry about the old bucket of bolts, huh? On the island with me, he has left. Luke and I, on the island, drinking uh, green milk. You know, <laughs> R2-D2 does have those little rockets. You think he could kind of make it all the way? A long way to go, that is. But do it, he can. All things are possible through the Force, correct? Correct. You think? That is. Luke, like, before Luke killed himself, he, like, did a really, really hard force throw. In killed the himself, of, he did not. Huh? Sacrifice himself, he okay. did. Potato, potato, but, yeah, I get what you're saying. Before he sacrificed himself, he could have done a really hard force throw of Artie Duty and, like, in the direction of where he saw the falcon heading out. Come and get him, Ray Will. He owes her money. <laughs> well... No, I mean, I think she's going to make out pretty nice from all those coins that came out of BB-8 when he got back from uh, the casino planet. Take all of those Finn did. <gasps> Finn. Yes, they needed snacks for the trip home. Well, I mean, they you did. Can't, you, can't, you can't knock him for that. It was a long journey. <laughs> a lot of packs of uh, Space Doritos. Indeed. You know, you'd hope At that Taco Bell, they stopped. You'd hope they'd take better care of the Falcon. They don't want to leave it a mess like that. Mm. Clean it up, they will. You never even got you never even got to even see the Millennium Falcon, did you? In my dreams I did. Oh, well. Do you say that right, I did. Do you partake of the green? Do you have vivid dreams? 420 is I do not. <laughs> That's too bad. Well, I don't know if I'd say too bad, Yoda. I mean, you know, live your truth. In need of mind alteration, I am not. You seem you seem like you had a little bit of like back problems stuff. You could have maybe got some medicinal. Look this good when you are eight hundred years old. You will not. Hey, I'm not making any. I'm not making any like uh, judgment calls on your looks. I'm just saying, you know, you you look like you had some back problems. Hmm. Yes. You know, again, live in a years, tiny house. I did eight hundred years old. We all break down a little bit. Hunching over, I had to do. 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> so you got any plans for the weekend, Yoda? Uh, go to see Hellboy, I might. Ooh, boy. Look through the force. What does that does that tell you if that's a good call or not? Mm. I mean, Endgame's coming up this weekend. You sure I you'd see rather not see suffering? Endgame? Or you you more like that? You're into these ain't your daddy's heroes kind of guy. No, good good old fashioned uh, Captain America is what I like. That kind of thing. Superman. Mm-hmm. Oh, Luke well. Skywalker. <laughs> do you do you consider the force a do you consider yourself a superhero, Yoda? Superhero, Yoda definitely is. Okay. Well, Yoda, this has been a delight. Delight it has been. I don't want yes. to take up too much of your time because I know <laughs> this sort of distance can be taxing. So, Yoda, back to the force zone, my man. Before I leave, show oh. me a picture of Halle Perry on Instagram. <laughs> I don't oh. think he got. To, I don't think he got to see it. Yoda. Yoda he wanted to right. see Halle Berry on Instagram. I heard that. Yeah, I saw uh, that picture. Whew. There's a picture of Halle Berry on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Halle Berry's 52, and she showed a picture on Instagram of really. her. She's wearing a jacket, and it's it's a, it's unbuttoned, and Ooh. she forgot to put a shirt under the jacket. But holy moly! <laughs> yeah, she forgot. Whew. I'm sure. You think you think uh, it was impressive when uh, Yoda lifted the the X-wing fighter out of the Dagobah swamp? Well, there's some force working on Halle there's Berry. Some lift going there. Yeah, there's some lift going there. Very impressive. Good on you. <laughs> she's a ooh. She's gonna be coming up in uh, Catwoman is unfor- is is forgiven all of the Catwoman stuff. Uh, Don't boy, even rem- that must have that picture must have looked really good then. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> fifty two. Wow, the yeah. new fifty two. Uh, DC. No. <laughs> that is DC new fifty two. No, those are, they're not humans. They're not us. <laughs> 52 is still I don't think Halle Berry is human. 52. People shouldn't yeah, look that's like what that I'm when saying. they're 52. That's what I'm saying. Like her and her and Tom Cruise are having something hooked up to him. I don't doubt that for a moment because she's above human. So Hey, weird. Hollywood only lets like superhumanly <laughs> beautiful people be a part of them. Good yeah. for her and good for us. Sure. Like, hey, I guess I should tell you that. Like, I'm not mad at Halle Berry. Hashtag Halle Berry. Hashtag indeed. <laughs> So, Trav, my dude, you got anything coming up you'd like to talk to us about? So much. I mean, this is going to come out after FanX, but I've got the FanX panels. I'm going to try and record them. So, I, I'm hoping I'll be able to release. Yeah. I, I don't I know. Do. I don't know if it'll work with the uh, Monty Python panel because it's going to be in yeah, like that's the, more the, the vendor open, area. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be on a stage, but I don't know how much background noise it's going to pick up. So we'll try and see try what I can do. See, but then I'll happens. also have the Umbrella Academy and the Supernatural 300. Those should be a lot of fun. I forgot if we so, talked about last week. Did you read Dallas? I still haven't read it. I want it to be fresh in my mind. I'm going to read it tomorrow. Oh, okay. That way it'll be right before right before the panel. Uh, coming up, I've also got I've got some gigs in San Diego in about three weeks. No I'm gonna be kidding. Doing, yeah. So I'm gonna head How long down have you to known San- about that for? Is that new? Uh, yeah, that's just in the last couple days. Man, that is... A- so I'm going to head down May 10th. I'll be doing a show called Comedy Heights. That's in San Diego. And then I've got another one at Madhouse uh, Comedy Club in San Diego. And that's uh, May 16th. And then the days in between, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I might go to the comedy store or something like that. Go hang out. Maybe I'll see Bert, some of my buddies down there, and just, just hang out. If not... I'll try and get on some shows, like some little shows here and there. Yeah. Yeah. That's just hit how some, it works. Hit some laundromat shows. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I, hey, man, it's it, 
it's it is the what experience. it is. You got you got to get your you got to get your foot even, in the door down it there. Isn't even it is what it is. It's right. like you'll be getting to kind of, you'll get some genuine stuff that's I love when people act like they're going to walk into the comedy store and people are going to roll out the red carpet oh, for yeah, them like not. no they're not. Just because you met people doesn't mean that they're going to say, hey, bookers, put this guy on stage. Travis, do you know you're doing the keep on trucking guy pose right now? Keep on trucking? <laughs> I'm doing the, ah, uh, my knee is swollen pose right now. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just <laughs> got a kick out of that. Anyway, hey, look, I'm I'm super stoked for you. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I look forward It'll be to fun. hearing how that goes. I'm going to go put my feet in the ocean down in San Diego. That'll be nice. You're gonna put your toes in the water. Your ass in the sand. I like to go get like a, a, a carne asada burrito. Yeah, that'll work out there. for you. <laughs> yeah, stand there in the ocean, eat this carne asada burrito with my feet in the sand. Ocean spray. You know the actual ocean spray, not, oh, the, not cranberry the cranberry juice. Okay. I don't have a, a UTI. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, June, I believe, 14th and 15th, I've got the gig at the Golden Nugget in Reno. Yeah, bandito. Yeah, uh, I'm still trying to figure out if I want to take a little uh, tour after that. I don't know. Am I might. I've been toying with the idea of going up to Seattle and Portland. I just don't know how how that's going to work out. We'll have to feasible that logistically. It's a long way to go. If I can get on some shows, maybe I'll do it. If not, I don't know. Maybe I'll just turn around and go home. The world is your oyster. <laughs> I have a feeling after doing. Uh, after doing this show, I'm going to want a, a palate cleanser <laughs> No, to <that, laughs> do another show. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, uh, PG you know show what? at a casino. If you're, if you're in those areas, I'm happy to do it out. Though. You know, go, go check out, go check out our buddy Trav. Give some good feedback to your club owners. Yeah. If you want to see me headline, you have to tell, you have to email your local club and say, I want to see Travis Tate headline. Yeah. He he wants to he wants to That's be seen. How he wants to see you. Yeah, I want you to come stare at me. So uh, if you like to be seen, if you like to see, we would uh, encourage you to be seen while looking at a. That, this almost iTunes. sounds like Yoda's back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get there. <laughs> the bottom floor is hey, we we would love it if you would uh, subscribe, if you would rate us, if you'd give us a review. It's how we get seen, and we want more people to see us. We That's love true. You. True that. Uh, I would remind tell your you, friends. Oh, please tell and your family. Friends. Tell your enemies. I don't care. Tell uh, your moms. Moms love me. Do they? Yeah. You got a big mom audience. Yeah. That's pretty much my audience. Huh. I'm just kidding. Moms do love me though. People will bring their moms, and the moms are like, oh. I thought you were great. And, you know, that's a very mom thing to say. And she probably says it to everybody. But I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it. it, She means I'm going to quote it. And I just did. I quoted it. So we will remind you, as always, our email is later to the tater at gmail.com. We have we have fresh we have fresh uh, recommendations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to hear you, Jake Traff slash Vic. And Trav wants to know what animal head you want. Yeah, I do. Can I can I bring up one last thing? Oh, a late edition. Yeah, this is a late edition. It won't take very long. I don't know if you saw this, but Double Dare Live is coming to the Eccles Center. It's on, oh, it's on right? tour with Mark Summers. Mark Summers. 
October 30th, it's coming to Salt Lake City, Utah. I want to go. Sounds like somebody's going to be there. I want to see how much the tickets are. I but put my arm in the big nose. Does not see it. They that bet, just sounds cool. They so better fun. have that giant nose, or I'd it's got to have the giant nose. It. Yeah, yeah, you got to pick the giant and pull the flag out. Yeah, I always wanted to pull an actual flag out. That would be a good gag. <laughs> out of my nose. There you, but that, you if know, I was going to be, time. if I was going to train myself to be a magician, that's the first trick I would teach myself. Live your dreams, Travis. You're <laughs> you're ten percent to a bit there. That was a brief <laughs> pass away. I just I just had to get it out there. Double dare live sounds so fun. Oh. So if you're going to go to Double Dare Live, tell us about it. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can follow me on at Travis Tate Funny on pretty much everything. Uh, late to the party with Travis Tate is on everything pretty much. So um, follow us on those things. Jake underscore doll, rabble, 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 rabble. <laughs> so Blue Wave Theory, your music is great. Thank you for being a part of our program. Yeah. Thanks. I feel as though the slate is clean. It's Light clean. is green. I don't see anything else on the slate. So then, four slates everywhere. I'm Jake. This has been Late to the Party. And I'm Travis Tate, and better Tate than never.